0: Today is Wednesday, July 7th. The title for our devotional is Depravity of the Mind. In order for us to grasp the transformation and the formation of our minds, we must first explore its depravity. As I mentioned yesterday, our feelings cannot be trusted as a good source of truth. Our thoughts are a better source, but (laughs) perhaps not by much. In Romans 1, the Apostle Paul describes the state of fallen humanity in rather dismal terms. Romans 1, 21-23 For although they knew God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks to Him, but they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal men, man, and birds, and animals, and creeping things. Romans 1:25. Because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, is blessed forever. Amen. Then verse 28. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not be done. Dallas Willard writes of the human apart from God, in the ruined soul, the mind becomes a fearful wilderness and a wild intermixture of thoughts and feeling. Manifested in willful stupidities, blatant inconsistencies, and confusions often to the point of obsession, madness, or possession. Then, in chapter 12, when Paul transitions to discussing the application of his great theological treatise in the first 11 chapters, he begins by saying, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Both verbs at the beginning of verse 2, be conformed and be transformed, are passive, which indicates that they are things done to the reader. The believers to whom Paul writes are not to allow themselves to be conformed to this world. With the next phrase, it is clear that he has the mind in view. That is transformed by the renewal of your mind. One of the primary ways that we are conformed to this world is through the information, images, and ideas that we believe, and are the result of the evil and corrupted creation. These ideas that govern our life are so thoroughly ingrained in us that we often fail to even recognize them. These governing ideas have been infused in us more than we are aware of and more than we would like to admit. This is inevitable and really essential to human life. We cannot be constantly questioning everything or else our mind would be in chaos. We must have set assumptions to truth and morality, for example, or else we would not be able to function. As an example, what is your reaction if I were to say, unrestricted freedom is not good for you? It's likely a negative reaction, because of deeply entrenched cultural views that link freedom with virtue and goodness. Now, if I were to explain more thoroughly what I mean, you'd probably agree with me. If I were to explain that we need to be under the authority of God and his word, and therefore we are not free than to do whatever we want. If I were to say we need to be under the authority of our governing authorities, because we can't all just drive 100 on the bypass and think that everything will be okay, that's not good for us to live without authority. We need to hold ourselves under the authority of community and friends and other relationships as well. But again, that's not the point. My point is simply to illustrate that our cultural assumption to the virtue of freedom. If I were to say the same, the same thing in a place like China, it would likely be met with a different response. Tomorrow we'll begin to explore the solution to our depraved minds. For additional content today, uh, since we're talking about the mind, I want to get a little heady. Um, we're going to link you to a um, podcast from the Holy Post where they're talking about one of the areas in in our world of where we see the depraved mind of humanity, most obviously, that is in the area of eugenics. Christians conversely need to have clarity of mind when it comes to technological advancements in our world and why we hold to the truths that we do. So navigate over there and give that podcast a listen. Again, it's from the Holy Post, and uh, I believe the interview starts at like 45 minutes, but obviously feel free to listen to all of it. Reflection Time today, when we think of loving God with more of our mind, I think it begins with a recognition of the fallen nature of the mind apart from God. Remember, he gave up sinful humanity to a debased mind. So how foolish of us to think that we would not have some false preconceived notions that we are still clinging to and that are still likely governing our lives. This is a nice theological way of saying that you might be wrong about some stuff. And this shouldn't surprise you. But by golly, man, we like to fight and defend even the falsehoods that we believe. And we are all guilty of this. So let's at least approach our thought life with the humble recognition that we might be wrong about some stuff.